Little bees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Good morning, and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our community who produce, preserve, and prepare our regional foods. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. That cute little theme song you just heard was performed and arranged by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's gotten to be very popular, and she's even sung on the Grand Ole Opry. We're really proud of this young woman, and even more proud to say that she's from Monroe County, Tennessee. And this morning, we're setting the table with muscadines and muscadine wine from Rick Riddle of the winery at Seven Springs Farm in Maynardville, Tennessee. We also have Mary Constantine, food writer from the Knoxville New Sentinel. She's going to share with us a recipe for blackberry wine cake. And I've got news about a wine festival that is coming up May 20th and how you can win tickets. Plus, we've got some Johnny Cash. So thank you for tuning in here with us today. I'm so proud to have your good company. Now let's get started. Let's first get started with my visit to the winery at Seven Springs Farm, located in Maynardville, Tennessee. This place is part of the Great Valley Wine Trail of East Tennessee, and this is a family farm. Not only is this a working farm with five acres of a state vineyard, uh, six different varietals and nine different wines, but they also have a vineyard farm store and a tasting room and um, a variety of ongoing public events, uh, garden fresh produce, and they raise their own farm-raised Angus beef. In this recording, I'm visiting with Rick Riddle, and he's the dad of the family, and you'll hear him referring to Nikki, who's his daughter, and she is a winemaker. So here's Rick with a little bit of history of the muscadine and muscadine wine. Muscadine wine, what's the story, huh? Yeah, so this is... um this, this is, it, it's got a neat story behind it, a muscadine wine. Um, Nikki won a best of show with her muscadine wine at Wines of the South, uh, actually tied with another muscadine wine from Sugarland Cellars. Um, but uh, Wines of the South, that means that it was the best muscadine wine in all of the southeastern United States. And it's actually one of her top sellers of wines. And muscadine is a Native American grape. 
Um, and it is such a neat story. The oldest grapevine known in the United States is called the Mother Vine, and it's a 400-year-old muscadine vine over in North Carolina. It's, it's actually a tourist attraction. They have it up on this huge, big trellis. Uh, but muscadines are the wild grape uh, that uh, you find along the rivers and in the backwoods here in rural East Tennessee. Uh, but muscadines are, are unique in that they are higher in reservatrol, I think about six or eight times, than any of the other grapes, and they're the only grape that contains uh, egallic acid or one of the other antioxidants. Don't take me out, you have to look that one up. Um, so they're very healthy grape, uh, and Mother Nature has given muscadines 23 chromosomes as opposed to only 22 for the other vitus grapes. Um, and they have done that so that muscadines can survive in the literally tropical climate that we have during the summer months here in East Tennessee. The largest muscadine uh, vineyard is Solly Notch Vineyards in Madisonville. They have over 30 acres of muscadines. And we talked earlier is their uh, wine, Hiawassee, uh, was the most award-winning wine in the state of Tennessee in 2017. Uh, and it is a dry muscadine wine. Something people, you know, people associate muscadines with a sweetness because, my gosh, they're just like sugar candy when you're eating them off of the vine. But it is a dry muscadine wine that won awards all the way from San Francisco to the East Coast and took three best of shows in, in three different categories uh, this last year. But a muscadine wine is only found in the Southeast. Um, and we sell every bit that. Uh, uh, that can be produced, uh, uh, grown, and uh, processed. Uh, we, we have a muscadine juice here, which is a non-alcoholic straight muscadine juice, uh, and then the muscadine wine. So it's a neat wine, and it's a neat story, and I want you to try this one, and I want you to see, tell everybody what you think about it. <laughs> Thank you. I so appreciate it. Yeah. Well, and I'd give anything if I could hear you say what you just did about the front porch again. Sunday and sit on the porch. Oh my god, that's why, yeah, I like that's why we have a front porch here. Is is every Sunday afternoon when I was a child, it was Sunday afternoon fried chicken dinner at Granny's place, uh, and sitting out on the back porch with a sharp knife uh, and a red cedar. Uh, Whitman uh, stick, uh, seeing who could do the smallest shavings, and and learning from our elders, uh, learning the our history, learning our family history, learning the successes and the mistakes, uh, learning the story of their lives, learning the story of of their neighbors and our area uh, and our heritage. Uh, and we will, we will grow up and we will forget that uh, if we don't do something about it. And so we have, to, we, we have to get back together as family and friends. And that's one of the neat things I like about this winery out here is we do things all the time. Friday evening we do uh, jamming sessions. Uh, and so, so we'll come out here and we'll play music um, and sing a few tunes. Um, but we get together and we talk uh, and we discuss uh, and we learn and we live. 
um, and and we enlighten each other with our stories uh, and and our history and our heritage and 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 I I just hate to see that uh, not continue and be part of our lives because we've just gotten so busy technology has it's been so wonderful uh, but we've somewhat been overwhelmed uh, with this technology and and um, uh, so, so we just we, we got to get back on the front porch I mean we really do we got to get back on the front porch if you've just joined us you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast on the radio, out of Knoxville every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30 on listener-supported 89.9 WDVX. And on the podcast, wherever you find them, or at TennesseeFarmTable.com. And you've been listening to an interview with Rick Riddle from the winery at Seven Springs Farm in Maynardville, Tennessee. After a short break, we're going to hear Rick tell us about a tale of running liquor, Thunder Road, Revenuers, and Jimmy Johnson. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes in part from Magpie's Bakery in downtown North Knoxville, just one block north of Broadway on North Central Street. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles, from a simple rustic barn dance with pies, cookies, and cupcakes, to a country club affair with a custom creation. With a full selection of ready-made designs, or they can create custom designs for your special event. Images of their ready-made designs and details on custom orders and appointments at magpiescakes.com. Magpies Cakes. All butter, all the time. And coming up, we'll hear details about an upcoming wine festival in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and how you can win a pair of tickets. Now let's hear this story I've been hinting around about from Rick Riddle. I'm with you. Rick Riddle, the winery at Seven Springs Farm. He's a man with a lot to say, and it's good stuff, and I thank you for saying oh, it. Oh, thank you. Never met a stranger. I know, I Now, where were you born and raised? And so when I was born, Mom and Dad lived above the old drugstore up in Taswell, across from the courthouse. And the closest hospital was Middlesbrough, Kentucky. So I was born up in Middlesbrough. And our family, our people come down out of Virginia and settled the Clinch River Valley uh, and had farms all along the, the Clinch River uh, up in Claiborne County. And my dad did tour in the Air Force uh, and come back and ended up uh, working for the federal government as a alcohol tobacco uh, and tax guy, cigarettes. Was, I think it was ABC, alcohol, back cigarettes, something back in the day. So he was a revenuer. Um, and so that's back uh, after Prohibition when a manufacturer of illegal alcohol was still a big thing. And uh, his probably most famous claim to fame was early in his career, uh, he was an undercover agent. And I mean, he was worse than I am. You talk about somebody that never met a stranger. Ah, God, I never met a stranger. And so he was a great undercover guy. And so he worked up in Wilkesboro and was an undercover agent when they busted Junior Johnson, a famous NASCAR guy. I think, I think CG was in on that, that group that arrested Junior's mom. 
Um, and so they, they uh, did that undercover work and busted Junior Johnson. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, the illegal uh, liquor industry and everything was so tied into NASCAR. You know, these, these like this road right here, right out in front of the winery is called Thunder Road. Well, the reason these, there's, and there's many roads in the southeastern United States that are known as Thunder Roads. And what they used to do, they'd be sitting out on the porch and and you would hear one of these guys bringing on the thunder and so what they were doing is they had these old hot rod cars and they were running liquor and so they'd bring on that thunder uh making a living uh, in rural appalachia just trying to scrape out a living um running um uh, illicit uh, liquor um and and so that's that's what he did uh, the atf really doesn't involved you know there's not a whole lot of illegal uh moonshine that goes on because the industry has gotten to where it's more illegal and and a lot of local distilleries but on this farm right here as a lot of people know eddie's auto parts down in knoxville is eddie harvey got his start right here because his grandfather was jack woods who had the Jack Woods Distillery right over here. And so Eddie Harvey got his start uh, in the stock car industry and building these cars and running liquor uh, in his early days up into Kentucky from this farm right here in Maynardville, Tennessee uh, from the Jack Woods Distillery. So it's just another one of those really, really neat stories that, you know, if we don't sit out on the front porch and talk about them, people are gonna forget about them. And we don't need to forget about those things because it's just it's a heritage, it's part of us. That's and right. we don't need to lose that part of us. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Preach it, preach it, Mr. Riddle, preach it. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you, yeah, yeah. And you've been listening to Rick Riddle of the winery at Seven Springs Farm in Maynardville, Tennessee. Details about this winery and his family's farm at winery7springsfarm.com. And don't worry if you didn't write that down. Information about all of this always at tennesseefarmtable.com under the link that says listen to the show. And here's something coming up that I thought you might be interested in. On May 20th, the Nine Lakes Wine Festival in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, on the water at Melton Lake Park with 20 Tennessee wineries, 100-plus wines and ciders, food, live music, wine seminars, chef demos, and the Barrels of Fun charity race benefiting Casa of Tennessee Heartland, Aid to Distressed Counties of Appalachia, and numerous humane societies, plus Girls, Inc., Oak Ridge. Details and ticket sales at NineLakesWineFestival.com. Rick and the family from the winery at Seven Springs Farm will be on hand at this wine festival. And if you'd like to put your name in the hat to win two tickets to this wine festival, just go to TennesseeFarmTable.com and look for the link that says Wine Festival Tickets. I'll put all the names in a hat and draw them, and I'll let you know if you win. This is Alan Benton, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Don't 
And now it's In the Kitchen with Mary Constantine, food writer for the Knoxville New Sentinel. Blackberry picking is supposed to be fun, right? When I was a child, it was anything but. That's because my mother made us kids cover everything but our face before we hit the bushes. Closed-toed shoes were a must, lest we step on a snake. Long pants and long sleeve shirts were required so the briars wouldn't eat us alive. And gardening gloves were a must so that there would be no need in grabbing the tweezers and removing thorns later in the day. Once the picking was finished, we would enjoy and snack on our bounty on the way home. That's when my mother would pull out her largest cast iron skillet and make a monster cobbler. And if divided appropriately, it would feed our family of seven for at least two days. There was nothing exceptional about her cobbler, except that she never made the same one twice. Instead, she would grab her latest acquired church cookbook, look in the dessert section and find a cobbler recipe that she knew wouldn't take half a day to prepare. In other words, there was no lattice work on her creations. Today, I leave the blackberry picking to my grandkids. I'm more apt to get my blackberries delivered in liquid form, as in blackberry wine. So taking a cue from my mom, I grabbed a copy of the 2002 First United Methodist Church cookbook and found this lovely recipe for blackberry wine cake. I'm sure it will be beautiful garnished with fresh picked blackberries. To prepare, preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Then grease a butt pan and dust it with granulated sugar. Sprinkle a half of a cup of chopped pecans in the bottom of the pan. In a large bowl, mix together one box of white cake mix, one cup of blackberry wine, one three-ounce box of blackberry jello, a half a cup oil, and four eggs. Pour half the batter into the bunt pan. Sprinkle with an additional one-half cup of chopped pecans, and then top that with the remaining cake batter. Bake for 60 minutes. Now, to prepare a glaze, you get a half a cup blackberry wine and one box of powdered sugar. Stir that up and then spoon half the glaze onto the cake just as it's come out of the oven while it's still warming in the pan. Once it's cooled, remove the cake from the pan and spoon the remaining glaze over the cake. Garnish with those lovely freshly picked blackberries. This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care. Family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee. Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865-686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Way.
Thank you so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. Hope you can join us again right back here next Saturday at 9 a.m. on the radio dial at WDVX.com out in Knoxville or anytime on our podcast, TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself and sung, arranged, and performed by Emmy Sunshine of East Tennessee. More information about Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. That is spelled T-H-E-E-M-I Sunshine.com. We hope you'll reach out and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and also our podcast on TennesseeFarmTable.com. And please tell your friends about us. We want to say thank you to WDVX Radio out of Knoxville, Tennessee. They are a true community-supported radio station that does not receive funding from universities or government agencies. The community and businesses support WDVX. Through an agreement with WDVX, they are our media partner, and the Tennessee Farm Table Show is broadcast on that station every Saturday at 9 a.m. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.